While your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day. From local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard. To listen. And where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. So, Marcus, as we were discussing off the air, you could say anything as long as you make it funny. Yes, right? you can, yes. And um, so I do appreciate that that, that, that caller we had about the blue dress. Um, yeah. So, folks, we've had an overwhelming participation on the app chat um, for the Red Sox tickets. Um, what we did is uh, we had you send in your best Red Sox story. We're going to do it again because the, the overwhelming success of it, we wish we had more tickets to give away. We will have them throughout the season from Lang, Scott Lang, May Lang, from Lang, Exafaris, and Bullet. That's who's going to send you the tickets. So what we did is we took all the stories. We can't really grade on the best because they're all really good. So we just gave them, assigned them a number, picked it out of a hat. Marcus, we, we came up with number nine. What is number nine? Number nine is Billy Whizbang from New Bedford. Billy Whizbang. We have he, his email there, right? We, 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 have, we have Billy Whizbang's email. Uh, he will be emailed the tickets uh, from Lang, Exaferis, and Bullard. Enjoy the Sox game tomorrow. Billy Whizbang from New Bedford. Thanks for t- participating, and thanks for tuning in and listening to South Coast Tonight. And to everybody else, uh, we... There's going to be opportunities throughout the entire summer, so you're going to want to tune right. in. You're going to want to send us an app chat message and uh, download the app and download the app. And but the app's just the best anyway. Right. Um, it's just the best anyway. So you're going to want to download the app. So congratulations, Billy Whizbang. Um, and um, I'm sorry your parents passed that name along to you. <laughs> but but yeah. we'll um we have your email and you'll be expecting an email um from the law office of Lang Exafaris and Bullard. Thanks. Yes. Thanks, thanks to everyone for participating. And remember, just because you didn't win this time, we'll have four tickets again coming up in the near future. So make sure you're always tuning into South Coast tonight. As I said, if you're outside of the area but you're reasonably distanced from Fenway Park, you should always participate in this contest when we do it in the future. Yeah, and we want to thank our friend uh, Scott Lang, the managing attorney, former mayor of New Bedford at Lang, Exaferis, and Bullard. Again, that's Scott Lang. Uh, at Lang, Exaferis, and Bullard, our law firm, and yours. So um, uh, 508-996-0500 is how you can get in the program. We've been talking about the Red Sox, but we've also been talking about the Trump indictments uh, of crimes we have yet to hear. Right. Um, <laughs> it's so, tough to get upset until you hear what the crimes are. Exactly. But yeah. it is suspicious. Um, as I said, it looks very politically direct. I think you agree with that, Marcus, that... It's obviously, show me the man, I'll find the crime, which is not how our justice system works. Yeah. No, it absolutely isn't. It's not how our justice system works. And, um, uh, I mean, we do think that there is probably some uh, more uh, indictable stuff that he has may or may not have committed, like right. we said, with respect to the classified documents thing. Right. And I just wonder if optically this was the right move. Um, for the, the, the Democrats. I do want to say, you know, there's probably opportunity for Republican attorneys general and, and DAs to, to try the same thing. And I think if they have the case, they probably will. Um, but so we've never seen it. Let's We've never seen it. Tell you what, I'm a fair guy. Let's prosecute all presidents. <laughs> Let's exhume well, Reagan and prosecute him for Iran-Contra. Let's go after Clinton. I'll tell you, Marcus, the one that's Bush. always stuck in my craw is... 
when the Obama Justice Department prosecuted Jesse Jackson Jr. and his wife for campaign finance violations and jailed both of them. Yeah. The Obamas and the Jacksons did not get along. Yes. They were both from Chicago. They do that. African-American political family. Yeah. Who competed. Yeah. You remember the famous quote by Jesse Jackson, I want to cut, I want to clip his nuts off. Yes. Is what he said about Obama. Got caught in a hot mic. Mm -hmm. I don't think the president ever forgot that. No. And they put Jesse Jackson Jr. and his wife in jail. They had children, so they yeah. had to go at different times and, to jail. And, and uh, Jesse Jackson Jr. was a member of Congress. Yes. Yeah. She was a member of the Chicago City Council of a campaign finance law. Rob, uh, speaking of Illinois, Rob Blagojevich still believes he was a victim of uh, political prosecution because you know who the U.S. attorney was who prosecuted him? Lori Lightfoot. Right. You know, who clearly had some political ambitions, mm -hmm. which were recently dashed. Uh, but, <laughs> but she looks like you could rise from the dead. I don't know. Five oh eight. You may have nine nine six oh five hundred. Someone risen from the dead. I can make that joke. You can. Yeah. Yes, you can. Good evening. Good evening, gentlemen. How you hey, doing, my friend? How are you? Hey, my friend. How you doing? Good. Hey, can I take you guys in another direction? Absolutely. All right. Okay. I was watching. You know, when I'm not listening to you. Uh, talking politics because you guys can't, so I figured I'd watch it to, you know... We appreciate that. Okay. And one of the things they did at the end of the show is they discussed Elizabeth Warren's uh, recent uh, de declaration that she would run again for the U.S. Senate. And what they said was in a poll that was done that uh, she was favorable 46 to 37, and another poll, uh, the same thing, favorable. Uh, they mm -hmm. claimed in the poll that there were some young people that were not exactly happy uh, with Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. Right? Although they pointed out that maybe she could win those young people over very easy with her support of the uh, cancellation of, uh, of uh, uh, money for college Student that loans. young people sure. have to pay. Sure. However, okay, uh, they did point out that uh, by her doing that very early, she eliminated talk of uh, the mayor of Boston, Mayor Wu, of running for that position. Because there was some talk about maybe her joining the Biden administration. Ma something. Mayor Wu, uh, I believe, worked for Elizabeth Warner, was, a law, was there one of her students in law school. Yeah, well, yeah. again, by her saying that, you know, uh, and, and she is now supporting, of course, Warren. And the lady uh, that uh, won in, uh, in Boston against that guy that had been there for a long time. Ayanna Presley. Ayanna Presley, yeah, that there was talk she, about Ayanna Presley. She wouldn't do it. Uh, well, again, unless, you know, Elizabeth Warren moved out, or maybe right. if uh, old Joe decided not to run for president anymore, maybe she'd go back and... Right, I'd venture to say she's the front runner if... if uh... mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, if so run. anyway, they, they were putting it, yeah, that up. Yeah, yeah. And, okay, and mind you, they also mentioned that maybe she could get a challenge from someone in the Democratic Party. Uh, this came from Joan Vanaki. I don't know if you're familiar, uh, familiar with Joan Vanaki, okay, yeah, at the yeah, Boston and, Globe. And she says there's a Possibly she might get a challenge from the, uh, you know, more conservative wing of the uh, Democratic Party mm. from your friend and mine, no. Jake No, Jake won't do that. Well, again, that's, you know, I'm, I'm just repeating what I heard on Talking Politics, and what do you guys have to say? Well, look, I think Jake Auchincloss would have a case to make, but I don't know if he'd have a, if, I don't know if he'd have a constituency. Yeah. I mean, I think he would have a hard time in the Democrat Party as a white male veteran. Um, from a wealthy family, defeating 
Elizabeth Warren. I just don't know if there's a constituency. Maybe Technically there is. a Kennedy. Well, they talked um, about him as being young and lean. That's what they so said. Was, so was a real Kennedy, but he didn't make but, it. But, but here's the thing. Jake Auchincloss is a rising star in the Democratic Party. Yep. There's no doubt about yep, that. That's what they but here's, he's, he's still pretty wet behind the ears. He's still, he's still, uh, he's still very green, right, in his, in, his, uh, uh, in his tenure. And I don't think he's going to have – I think he's going to run into the Joe Kennedy problem where people are – like you, it's, it'll be difficult to articulate an argument against Elizabeth Warren, right? And as far as Elizabeth Warren's pro, uh, favorabilities go, I remember going, uh, listening to a, a, another pollster, I think it was Steve Cazella at Mass Inc. She still got like a 62% favorability in the Democrat Party, and that's really all that matters is her favorability there. So if it's at 62%, I think uh, a guy like Auchincloss, a really smart guy, is going to read the tea leaves and say, I'm going to sit this one out and look for another opportunity. Well, they mentioned that the poll that they looked at it was 4638 with people being unfavorable and that uh she uh well that's general yeah in general she has a base in boston okay but uh, maybe in other areas she might not be that strong yeah and again they mentioned that young people are not but again they came back and said jesse vermeil i think that's her name too jesse Vermeil. vermeil i'm sorry okay she was on there too and you know, yeah. uh, she 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 lost the uh, Auchincloss in the primary. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, I know. But again, they pointed out that Auchincloss was young and lean. Okay, yeah, yeah. and uh, as a possible uh, person who might, uh, uh, they mentioned Charlie Baker could not uh, run for the uh, Republicans because uh, no. lose too much money. Yeah, right. Okay, so that's the way they they pushed it. But again. Uh, as far as a Republican challenger, they said they got to get somebody. Maybe the return of Scott Brown. I don't think Scott Brown is, is interested Scott's in doing Scott's having a good time with his band. Yeah. Uh, he was just ambassador <laughs> to New Zealand for a while. Got to avoid COVID entirely, basically. Well, uh, all he's got to so. do is jump in that truck again and start going around. Start pressing, driving. Pressing the flesh, you, know? Uh, you know, Scott Brown, uh, his campaign was lightning in a bottle. Uh, he already lost to Elizabeth Warren. Um, and yeah, but he also won. It was the know? perfect... Yeah, I know, but and it was the perfect... He also went up there and told him, look, uh, let's not have this thing where you can uh, play on the stock market and get money. And, he, uh, and then they put it in and then once he was out they put it you that's, know, they, that's look, all look at, put with the republicans in. in charge of congress i think there's a case to be made to, you know that you should have a member of your delegation as a republican but in the house in not the, the, the well, democrats well, all the control well, of the senate. The, but if you bring them over to the senate they, it would change the the makeup of the senate significantly uh it'd be a one vote difference right so they'd so stall the tiebreaker the the senate is i mean you can make the argument you need a guy a person uh, of, of a Republican Party member in your federal delegation. But is that enough of an argument? I, I, is that, an, by the way, you still have to find a person who's willing to run an uphill battle with their political I, I, I career. I think that's actually a tough argument to make because you're going to want to say, like, you know, I think uh, conversely, the, the Democrats say, well, the Supreme Court's on the ballot, you know. Uh, no, I, I, get the, I get that they have an option to make an alternative argument. What I'm saying is that. You still have to find someone who's willing to say, I'm going to dedicate a year of my life yeah, to an uphill battle. Is there yeah. anybody right. out there in the Republican Party could do, you know, what Scott Maybe Brown Amore, did. if you wanted to try to bring him back. Amore? I mean, he's got name recognition. He's, he's run statewide. But look, I don't know what his resources are, what his personal life is like, like in terms of he just put his whole life on, on hold for a year. Yeah, it didn't well, work. Again, the statewide campaign. Again, the Scott Brown thing, though, when he originally ran, getting in the truck, having on the yeah, uh, but, outdoor jacket, pressing the flesh, doing right. that. So, hey, I'm like you, this sort of stuff. 
I, I think w- one of the things that uh, you know Warren is weak on, and so is Maki. They've brought nothing back to the state. They're in, involved with national issues. Right. Here's you know? what. Here's what the thing is with the Scott Brown election is that it was the perfect storm for the Republicans. You had a very bad candidate that was running for the Democrats. You had a very charismatic candidate, Scott Brown, running for the Republicans. Mm-hmm. You had the national. Uh, it was uh, uh, the national vibe shift away from the party and you had in power. The end of an era. Dan and Kennedy was gone. Ten Kennedy was gone. Not only that, it was February right. in a midterm year. A special election. In a special election. Republicans there was, turned out special election. There was a perfect I, storm I, 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 of, no. of... Coakley. Of, who? Coakley. Coakley. She was the attorney. Exactly, exactly who? Yeah, do, I have to, uh, do I have to stand outside of Fenway Park and, uh, and, right. and shake hands with people in the cold? Yeah, well, that's, yeah. Exactly, that's who we beat. <laughs> Actually, her big mess up was here on WBSM. Yeah, tell the story. It's good. She, she came on to interview at the suggestion of some local political people with Ken Pittman. Ken Pittman asked her a question about unrestricted abortion, which, which I do not want to trigger a question on abortion, but I'm just saying that that's what Ken Pittman asked her about. She said basically no restrictions on abortion whatsoever, and that became the story. WBZ picked it up. Dan Ray picked it up. He asked her about it. She repeated it again on Dan Ray's show, and at that point, all the people who just really think there should be some restrictions on abortion were just really turned off by it. And it took a whole campaign off message. It galvanized the base that turned out in the pri- in the in the uh, in a special election in February. There were a lot of old school Democrats that still think there ought to be some reasonable restrictions on abortion. Yeah, I don't want that she didn't want, and that triggered the the, yeah. the rejector. So it was it was terrible. I think well, that would be a winning argument these days after what happened with uh, with Roe, but. Well, the thing you know, that ten I years ago was, what did they do? Is, what did they expect me to do? Go out in front of Fenway Park and, and the cold shake hands? That's right. I mean, she yeah. was she, she, she <laughs> was she was she was incredibly off putting. Unlike <laughs> unlike Elizabeth Warren, who is actually very charismatic and you know, well, uh, she'll I think have a puts, beer now and then, and I'll make sure she's having. Look, a beer. I had an interview with with with, with um with with Elizabeth Warren on substantive issues. She was I remember strong that. on all of them. I would I walked away feeling really good about her as our senator. She was hearing aids, gambling in the military, and um, I forget the other issue. Yeah. Marijuana. Marijuana federalization. And I think she's got a, a chairmanship on the subcommittee on banking, and now there's all That's these banking issues that she's going she's, on her, her, she's very before, good on banking. Yeah. Before she ran... Uh, there was a PBS program where they're talking about the banking crisis, I guess, in 2008. And she was for regulation and having supervision and all that sort of stuff. And that's the stuff that they let go. Uh, I'm not trying to get back on Trump, but supposedly right. Trump let that go. And again, greed is good. She, you know? she actually, I'll, I'll tell you, there's a letter out there that she wrote about Credit Suisse. Yep. Asking the Biden administration to continue to uphold the ban on Credit Suisse very from handling pension funds, that. right? She really understands banking. Very, very okay? strong on that. I would you, agree. You need someone at the Senate level who understands the issue. Whether or not I agree with her, what her specific remedies are is really beside the point. I want someone that has experience and knowledge. They can make the decision. But when it's when they have when they do no work and have no experience that drives me crazy. But again, question is if old Joe decides not to run or can't run. And right. she runs. I think she has to run. Okay, what does that mean to your friend Jake Hawkins-Cross? Oh, then, I oh, think then that's a different story. That, yeah, that's an entirely different story. <laughs> but also, Kennedy it. flies in. I mm. don't know if Joe Kennedy, Kennedy flies in. Get, and I like think so. Get me wrong. Oh, I was with absolutely. you guys. I, 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 I thought that was the way to go. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, again, Hawkins-Cross, a little bit more conservative. I, I think like a Republican at one time. No, he was, yes. yes. Charlie okay. Baker. 
So if you're looking to take the party a little bit more to the right, I think what this local delegation misses things on is that they don't bring home the bacon, okay? And uh, that's for all of them, okay? Uh, you know, Look, I thought it was really that's bad. That's what Ted Kennedy always did. He took care of the national, but he brought home the bacon to it. He was home. very close to the defense industry. He brought all those defense contracts home to Massachusetts. Yep, yep. That one right over here in, in, in Marion that we recently lost, we yep, talked yep. about oh, it. I thought it was a lost. real letdown. And we, have, yep. we have a lot of Absolutely. our federal delegation is involved with the armed services. That's the only thing the government does, really, mm-hmm. and um, or should do. And well, they have the... Um, for us to lose defense contracts. Well, here you, well, well, you talking about Lockheed Martin? Yes, they were doing that anyway, though. They were, they were, they were, they were all relocating to New York. Yeah, but you're not supposed to. Yeah, let them go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but they were, they were taking companies every from from not just here. They were taking it everywhere. No, I know, yeah, but I we have. I don't care about those. I care about yeah, these. Yeah. We have. Kind <laughs> but Lockheed Martin had a plan to. You're consolidate. not supposed to have a plan. You're supposed to spread the money around to all the congressional districts. Yeah. that's how it works. Mm. Fair enough. Well, you know, the FTX fighter jet, yeah. the Kennedy administration. Well, you, well, you know my pet peeve, too, with the whole delegation. I, not, not to knock your, your, your friend, ahead. and I'm glad he's got an ear here with you guys, mm-hmm. uh, Representative Keating. I haven't it's, heard from him in a while. Uh, those bridges, okay? The whole delegation, that's a key to make Massachusetts get a lot of money is to open up the, the Cape. Not have it Patty Page's old Cape Cod, but have it <laughs> a, a modern Cape Cod, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, 100-year-old bridges that running cars with running boards went across. To me, if I was the, the delegation today, I would be trying to get in close to not running again and everything. I would try to leave a legacy. Yes. And that would be my legacy. A tunnel to Martha's Vineyard. Well, not a tunnel. A tunnel to Martha's Vineyard. I'm not trying to be facetious yet. I'm trying to be really true. I'm serious. Let the poor people of New Bedford enjoy Martha's Vineyard. Put a tunnel to Martha's Vineyard. (laughs) Hey, listen, we got to take this break. Can I do one other thing? Sure, Sure. I was very impressed by Stephanie Pickup. I'm going to tell you right now, if I could vote in Fairhaven, I would vote for her. I'll give you a name. Because she <laughs> went in there, charmed you two guys, yes. uh, tied a tin can to your tail, walked you right in and walked you right out again. Okay? And then what she said was she was against your champion issue, the override of two and a half. What I heard and in her voice was like... the old sharpen our pencils, Tighten our belts and everything. You'd like so, to hear that in New Bedford, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> Ab- boy, you know my heart. Yes, uh, Stephanie. You know my heart. Yeah. But she really charmed you guys. She did. And again, did. I didn't hear you guys say, hey, wait a minute now. Uh, we got the firemen and everything. Yeah, I, it's, so, if it's, you heard what I really said, I was, I, was, <laughs> I, was, I was looking for her to, to, to require the school department to take less funds for the firemen. Hey, we really got to take this break. I All appreciate right, the call. Thank you, my friend. See you later. Take care, guys. She did charm us. If you're on the line, stay on the line. She did. Yeah. She did. We did lose. <laughs> oh, no. Um, we've been talking about the Trump indictment or what we know about it. Yeah. Um, our opinions on it. I think we're getting calls at 508-996-0500. Let's actually go back to the phones. Good evening. Oh, hello, Chris and Marcus. Hello. Good evening. Um, I need you folks to give me some hope for this country. This indictment uh, for Trump, I feel it's the end of our democracy. I don't understand it that um, the charges are sealed, and I I don't understand that process. If you can give me some hope here, I I just find this a real dark day in American history. I appreciate your uh, law um, background on this, on the process. Okay? All right. Absolutely. Thanks for the call. So my, my optimism... 
is eternal. I'm an American. You're an American. Marcus is an American. America goes on. It always goes on. We faced worse days than this. It is, in all seriousness, has very little impact on your life. Okay? I agree. I, uh, Donald Trump is a strong man. He's a wealthy man. He's got broad shoulders. They've thrown worse things at him than this. They'll continue to throw things at him. America is always going to be fine, okay? We're the strongest, well, we're extremely well-structured country. Everyone should pay attention to the rules, follow the rules. I think the Alvin Bragg is overstepping. However, do not let it think it's a reflection of America. It really isn't. Our enemies will try to use it, okay? You've already heard it. Foreign leaders saying, you criticize our human rights. How can you dare criticize ours after you have political political?" Po- parties trying to put their leading opponents in prison. But, ma'am, this, in, at the end of the day, I want you to think about it. I'm glad you're involved. I'm glad you pay attention. I do, too. It's what our show does. But do not think for a moment this really ultimately affects your happiness, your day-to-day life, or that of your family. You control that. Yeah, I, 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 I like that, actually. Yeah. Um, what matters is the stuff we usually talk about is the local stuff anyway. Um, what happens with Trump and all of that um, I know there's probably a lot of doom casting, but here's the thing. We still don't know what's in that indictment. We still don't know what they charged him with. Uh, we still don't know um, whether or not really it was that it was that it was justified. So that'll all come out in the coming days. Uh, and when it does, we'll make those judgments then. But in terms of the end of our democracy and all of that, um, I think, again, the things that happen closer to you are the things that really matter. They think the things that happen closest to you are the things that matter the most. And that's why South Coast Tonight uh, is uh, exists. That's why it's able to exist, because you all understand that. And you're all engaged, not just here within your program, but in your community with your neighbors. So that's what I would say uh, in terms of if you're feeling a little bit pessimistic about your um, uh, the, uh, the, the, the country. So... 508-996-0500 is how you can get in the program. We'll also take your messages on the WBSM app chat. Again, congrats to Billy Wizbang from New Bedford for winning our first ever Red Sox giveaway. Um, he will be enjoying the Red Sox tomorrow at 4 p.m. at uh, Fenway Park playing the Baltimore Orioles. So congrats again to Congrats again to Billy. Um, so 508-996-0500. We'll be doing this throughout. We got a lot of app chat messages, a lot of engagement. We'll be doing it throughout the summer. And that's all thanks to our friends at Lang, Exa, Ferris, and Bullard, our law firm, and yours, and New Bedford May- former New Bedford Mayor Scott Lang. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Hey, hey Marcus. It's me again. Listen, uh, <clears throat> I don't think you know what we. I don't think we're gonna find out that indictment anytime soon. And I, you know what else? I don't think we're gonna find out. It has to come out on no Tuesday. Really talking about when they charge him. That? They'll have to make the. If indictment he's being public. arrested Tuesday, they right. have to. They have to charge him. They can't hold him in perpetuity after he's arrested. So you'll see the charges. On yeah, Tuesday. yeah. I guess. I guess we will find find out what the charges are. But I don't really think we'll really find out what the charges are. You know, like I don't think you know. You know, you know what I'm trying to say. You won't. You won't like know what what took place behind scenes. Yeah, like right. we won't how we really got know here. What happened behind closed doors? Right. You know what I mean? How I, we got here? I've always been critical of the grand jury process, uh, honestly, yeah. and I was today when I was on with Barry. Yeah. Um, another thing too. Oh, you were on with Barry. I'm gonna have to listen to that. Part. Yeah. I, I wasn't. I couldn't listen. First to hour uh, at noon. I the told first you hour. not to go on other people's shows. <laughs> we want to keep you for ourselves. But go ahead. <laughs> Hey, you know what? You know what? Also, too, is kind of bothering me is um, 
is this this whole um, Nashville school shooting? What about you it? You know what I mean? Well, like school shootings it, tend to just, bother everyone. Yeah, it's just I mean, but what 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 I'm real skeptical about is that what is what is the holdup on releasing that manifesto? Um, if I could, I, I don't know. First of all, I don't I don't know that what the holdup is, but I would just say there is some school of thought that doesn't want to give the attention to the to the shooter because it it, it is believed to only encourage more people. Yeah. So yeah, that I, I totally agree with you. You know. Chris. I mean, so that's, I, that's, I right. So I think that's probably in everyone's best interest. Ultimately, it will come out though. Yeah. I I just I I don't know. I have my suspicions with that too. You know what I mean? Because I you know if it if it does if it if it does have what it says it has in it, you know, what what the rumors are about, you know, the transgender right. community going after the Christians but remember and something. the Catholics and everything. This person is no more a reflection of a transgender person than you or I are reflected by someone who did the marathon bombing, as an example. Or, 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 uh, or, or McVeigh. D- Dylan Roof or McVeigh right. or right. Adam right. Lanza. So, so yeah. in other words, yeah. we're all individuals. This is America. So, you know, some yeah. jackass who's got a similar DNA to me is going to rob a liquor store today, probably. Yeah. So, but it's got no reflection on me. There's 1.5 right. other million other transgender individuals who didn't, you know, shoot children to death. Right. You know, right. So. And right. So I, so right. I don't. Again, this person represents themselves. They don't represent and, the average gun yeah. owner. They don't represent the average transgender person. They're just a deeply disturbed person who exactly. there's there were clearly warning signs. There clearly were warning yeah. signs ahead of time. Um, yeah. Because the the reality of this is that. It's up to family and friends if there are any left around a person who starts to come off the off the tracks. Um, yeah. the, you know, I just wish that terrible. that they would they would just leave the schools alone. You know what I mean? Like well, if, that's why you they know, do if it. You want to make a statement? Go rob a bank or something. You know so, what I mean? Or leave a note. So the you reason know, like, that 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 so to answer your earlier question, I think yeah. the fact that the reason that not releasing the manifesto is because the person did want to make a statement and they wanted to use dead children to. To, to get the attention, right? So, right. just like you said, just release a manifesto, but no one's going to read it but with the dead children. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, exactly. in an effort to do our best as a society to curb this in the future, as difficult as that is, they say we're not going to give them any post-killing publicity, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. Exactly. That's just my thought on it. Right. No, that's true, Chris. You know? Yeah, all right. Thanks, guys. Hey, Keep thanks, man. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. So, 508-996-0500, let's just take another break. Sure. 1420 WBSM is now also on 99.5 FM. Hello, I'm Jose Hernandez, and I have been using a wheelchair since my accident in 1995. My name is Andrea Dalzell, and I've been using a wheelchair since I was five years old. I guess if I had one message for the general public, it would be that I appreciate your help. But please, ask first. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize that I've actually got everything under control. I think people get nervous. They don't know how to act, so they pretend I'm not there. What probably bothers me the most is when waiters talk to my companion and not directly to me. I think everyone with a disability can relate to that parking spot problem. We know you're just parking that disabled spot for a second, but please don't. We're We're just just looking looking for for the the same same respect respect and and consideration as everyone else. else. United Spinal Association is dedicated to enhancing the quality of life of people living with spinal cord injuries and disorders. Download our disability etiquette booklet at unitedspinal.org. Parenting is hard. Technology can make it harder. The Family Media Plan developed by the American Academy of Pediatrics 
helps make it easier. Go to healthychildren.org forward slash media plan to create the media plan that's right for your family. Whether you make a full plan or just choose a few parts that matter the most to your family, healthychildren.org forward slash media plan is an easy to use tool that will help your family set media priorities and create healthy digital habits in line with your family's values. You'll also get practical tips to help make the plan work. And you can come back to revise your plan as often as you need to, like at the beginning of each school year or during summer and holiday breaks. Raising kids in the age of screens is easier when you have a plan. Go to healthychildren.org forward slash media plan and make your plan today. I'm a wife and the mother of two kids, and I've got a good job. Bye, Mom. See you, Mom. A pretty important job. Because of my family and my job, I really care about this neighborhood. It's a good neighborhood. Yes, there's some crime. And when I drive to work, like now, I realize that some people here don't trust the police. So the police should be reaching out to this community. And this community should reach out to the police. That's the way to make this a safer place. And when I get to work in the precinct house and put on my uniform, I can tell you as a police officer that this department is reaching out to the community. And the community is doing its part. We're building partnerships. This should be happening everywhere. This is how we can all be safer. Get involved. Start the conversation. Start the conversation and help stop crime. To learn the five things you can do, go to ncpc.org slash preventviolentcrime. A message from the National Crime Prevention Council and the Bureau of Justice Assistance. WBSM isn't just a broadcast. It's also a podcast. Get all of our podcasts at wbsm.com, the WBSM app, or just search WBSM on your favorite podcast provider. Hey, welcome back to the show. So, Marcus, we gave the Red Sox tickets away, four tickets, great seats um, from Scott, Scott Lang, the former mayor of New Bedford, Lang, Exafaris, and Bullard. Folks, make sure you're always listening to South Coast tonight. Make sure you have downloaded the app. All season, we'll be giving out Red Sox tickets. Thanks to Scott Lang, we'll be giving out tickets. Yeah. So, um, I, I have given the tickets out in years um, when I had the, the, uh, the Sunday show. I gave them away when I had uh, my morning show. So Scott has always been very generous to, to, to the listeners of, of WBSM. Um, when you have legal questions, problems, you ought to go see him. He's a very good guy. So the um, my point being is that stay tuned because we'll be doing this all season long. The tickets are great. And I remember going to see baseball games when I was a little kid. And it, it made me a lifelong baseball fan. Mm-hmm. And I know that... Um, it's sometimes out of people's price range when you add up the parking and, and the cost of the refreshments there. So it's very nice of Scott and his law partners to give away the tickets. That takes a big chunk of the cost away from you. Gives you the opportunity. Four seats. Um, that means a whole family, you know, a reasonably sized family can go. Yeah. Um, so really, thanks a lot to Scott Lang and, and thanks to all you listeners. So download the app. That's how we do it. Download the app. Make sure you open an email account. If you saw, if you heard us this time but couldn't participate, um, the app is free. You can open a Yahoo or a, or a Google email account. They're all free. Very simple to open. And um, we, we ship the tickets electronically so that they're already in, in someone's email box right now. Um, Mr. Whizbang, I believe is his name. Billy Whizbang. Billy Congrats Whizbang. and enjoy the game. That was It was a, also a fantastic story, too. By Willie... Um, Billy Whizbang, I believe, is from a Bruce Springsteen song. Oh, is it? I think so. I think it's from, I think it's from, um, 
Um, oh man, how does that? Anyway, it's it's from Greetings from Asbury Park. I read uh, I read his autobiography, Bruce Springsteen. Did you? It's pretty incredible. Yeah. He um, yeah. his dad was a is I think still alive. His dad had some real serious mental he, health problems. Yeah, he came from he came from some pretty um pretty difficult circumstances. Right. Yeah. Hence the dark lyrics. Yeah. Right. right. Uh, a lot of people who never listened to Born in the USA think it's a super patriotic song. Um, the chorus is super patriotic. It's also super sarcastic. Um, if you listen closer to the lyrics, it is a, an indictment, quite frankly, of um, the treatment of our veterans, um, which I guess is in some ways patriotic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think in some ways, um, well, I know in many ways, the, the treatment of, of veterans, disabled and otherwise, um, has gotten tremendously better in this country since the 1970s and 80s. Um, I think that um, today, people who, who, who went to war are appreciated a lot more than they were, certainly, for that period of time in the 1960s and 70s. Um, and that's because the communists brought the war to America, quite frankly, to our city streets. It's really why we lost in Vietnam. And But we don't forget who you are. Um, we know who the traitors were. So anyway, the... Um, um, reality is that um, America will go on. I heard that woman's call, and, I, and Marcus, I'm glad she called in because, as we know, one call represents a lot of people who don't ever pick the phone up. Yeah. If you're upset about what's going on right now, I understand. I don't agree with it either. But remember, this is America. We've been through a lot more. I remember as a kid, my dad, who grew up in the 1930s and 40s, telling me the Nazis were right off the coast of Massachusetts in submarines torpedoing ships. Right. Life jackets washed up on the beach in Fairhaven when my dad was a little kid. Yeah. The army came and picked up the life jackets. So I get that this thing with Trump is upsetting to some of us. But we had Nazis off the coast of Massachusetts when my dad was a kid. He went on to raise a family, have a job, live a successful life. Don't let stuff bother you. Yeah. The end of the day... Your life is what you make of it. And I'm not to be Tony Robbins here, but I'm telling you, this is not that big of a deal to you personally. Right. Unless you're, in fact, Stormy Daniels. Or... I'd like you to call me. Actually, don't call me. I, don't, I can't have the headaches. It didn't go well for the other guy. No, it didn't. Yeah. It did not. So, did uh, not. And I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a break. Let's take a break. So, Marcus, um, welcome back to South Coast tonight, folks. Um... So I just got a text message from Scott Lang. Mayor Lang says the tickets have transferred. One row is under the roof, so they're dry. View is like you're sitting on the shortstop shoulder. He picked them up in November of 1986. So those tickets that Mayor, they've been with Mayor Lang since many of you, long, longer than many of you have been alive. Yeah. Right. So shortly um, after the Bill Buckner uh, play, right? Right. That's yeah. probably why he was able to able to get them. <laughs> yeah, right. Be, yeah. uh, the other thing I just want to point out, and we talked about it last time Scott was in, his son Andy. There's a great article in, in, in the Wareham Weekly, the Wareham Week paper over there. His son is the, um, the president now of the Cape Cod Baseball League, which is the closest thing to professional baseball we get around here. His team is the Wareham Gatemen. They play. As the season goes along, I always go out to the games. May Lang is always there. Um, the Cape Cod Baseball League is fantastic. The tickets are free, folks. I'd like to pretend like I could, I'm doing you a favor by giving them away, but I don't have to. Yeah. You can go right over to Wareham. It's right behind Wareham. 
they play right over there. We're probably Wareham Town Hall on the baseball field. I think it's yeah, right, right where the uh, town hall and high school and all of that. Yeah, right? yeah they play right over there. Complex, yeah, and um, it's free to get in. Yeah, the hot dogs and, and everything is is very comparable price, and it's just fantastic baseball. Yeah. We we bugs. We have bug spray, though, I will we're, say We're going to check out a few games, actually. We'll be over there. But you always see Scott Lang there. The other part that's great is the parents of the kids who are, who are all headed to the major leagues are right there in the stands, too. It's really, really great. Hey, so um, so uh, I guess uh, we can give the tickets to another person because Billy Wizbang apparently says they can't make the game. They just wanted to share the story. We got so, the, so we can still give the tickets so away. So we can still give the tickets away to somebody else. Isn't that fantastic? That, that is fantastic. Um, let's give them to. Well, let's let's pick a random number. Uh, seven. S- seven. Seven is. Uh, William in New Bedford. William in uh, New Bedford. Yeah, William in New Bedford. Congrats. Um, we're gonna have. Uh, Lang, X, Ferris, and Bullard send you those tickets. Right. If they, can, I guess, can they do that? What about Billy Wizbang? Billy Wizbang uh, emailed uh, back and said that they 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 can't take the tickets. They want to share the story. Okay. Yeah. So figured give it to somebody who can enjoy. Can them. use them. Yeah. All right. So I guess we'll that person will be getting the tickets. Um, momentarily, we're gonna have to reach out to Scott and have him send the tickets. So. A, this could get really screwed up. Oh, did I? Did we screw I don't know. it up? No, no, Billy Wizbang screwed it up. If you can't take the tickets, folks, <laughs> going into the contest, it's a hell of a story. You could have called and told us. That's all right. I it's guess. okay. Um, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. The um, yeah. So just going forward, folks, if you want to be in a contest and win it, um, make sure that's that you don't enter it if you did can't we, go. Did, did we, I don't know how transfer of tickets go. Can you send the tickets back? I don't know. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll, no, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. The um, the the um, situation is that baseball is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You've got a, we got a great season in front of us. We appreciate Scott Lang for making the tickets available to our listening audience, and that listening audience will be able to pick up tickets all season long. Yeah. Um, we will do these contests, but the only way you can get them is if you download the app, you participate in the, um, Scott says, send the tickets back, please. We'll send them to the new winner. Okay. So we'll, we'll reach out to Billy Wizbang and have him send the tickets back. Thank you, Scott, for Thank continuing you. to listen. Once again, the mayor's cleaning up other people's messes. Thank you. Thank, <laughs> Thank you, Mayor you. Lang. We appreciate it. Professional, calm, competent all the yeah. way through. Scott Lang, that's why you bring him in as your lawyer. Mm-hmm. Well, while Marcus and I were getting flustered, Scott was th- coming up with a solution. That's why you want to hire him as your lawyer. Or as your mayor. Yeah. Should he offer himself? Will he offer himself? Will he? Will he offer himself? That's the question. That is the question. Only he can answer it. Um, we can't dragoon him into it. So, um, folks, all season long, we'll be able to do this. Um, great tickets, as, I, as uh, Mayor Lang told me. The view is like sitting on the shortstop shoulder. He's picked them up in, he picked them up in 1986, November of 86. They're under the roof, so they're dry. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Um, four seats. Um, you, will, you will enjoy it. You will uh, make a memory, as we can see from so many memories that people have had of mm-hmm. going to games.
I guess Billy Whizbang wouldn't have seen the hot dog. Because, well, maybe he would have still because he'd be under the roof. Oh, but yeah. the other guy might not have been. The other guy wasn't under the roof. So you won't get hit with the hot dog. In, in Which I think is a bonus. I think that's definitely a bonus. Absolutely. Unless you really like hot dogs. Yeah, unless you really like hot dogs. So the, um, the fact is, Marcus, we'll be doing this all year long, but you've got to download the app. Mm-hmm. You've got to stay tuned to um, South Coast Tonight regularly. We're not going to know when we're going to do this next. Mm-hmm. It'll be random. It will be Some random. days we'll do it during the week because it'll be a weekend game. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we'll do it during the week because it's going to be a weekday game. Yeah. You just never know. You just never know. Still got like a minute. So we've got <laughs> we got Ken Pittman this weekend. Ken Pittman tomorrow. We got Brian the Cabbie, Ken Pittman, uh, Jose Matos, Jess Machado. Jess Machado will probably have a lot to say. You know, Ken Pittman you know, will have a lot to say. You know, they're all going to have a lot to say. So you, you're definitely going to want to tune in. I think there's going to be. I think it's going to be a very active Saturday, as it usually is. And then you got uh, Town Square Sunday with Jim Phillips on Sunday. Great program. A lot of good stuff there as well. So you're going to want to tune into all of that and. Um, Stay tuned for more Red Sox tickets. Again, thanks to Langex, the Ferris and Board, our, uh, our law firm and yours. And uh, we are going to, we're going to wrap it up for the weekend. Uh, so we'll see you guys on Monday. We've got another great week of shows plans. And that is it. See you later. See you later. Bye. Adios.